1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another Mike Tomlin Press Conference recap. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on Tuesday after Coach Tomlin had his normal meeting with the media. All right, I said that wrong. It wasn't a normal meeting. It was a Zoom meeting because of the enhanced COVID protocols. Everything was over Zoom. And if you listen to this press conference, hopefully listening to me stutter and stammer telling you about it might be a little bit easier because this was a tough listen when it came to the question and answer period. They didn't have their, their mic set up right. Everything was echoey. The the people asking questions. It was so difficult because they were hearing them themselves speaking back. They were trying to ask slowly so they could try to focus on what they were saying. Um, it, it, let's just say it wasn't nearly as smooth as what it was back in 2020 when they had to run all of these, but nevertheless, we heard from coach Tomlin had some, some interesting things to hear from coach Tomlin. I'm going to tell you right now, the biggest thing, I don't know if he meant to say this, but he said it. So it's going to be coming soon. Officially. The 21-day window is opening for Kevin Dotson. He's coming back to practice this week. That would be very welcome for the Steelers. It would be fantastic if he could make it back against the Chiefs. If not, those final two AFC North games, that would be great to get Kevin Dotson back if he's back to being 100%. Um, John LeGlue uh, did a nice job in pass blocking on Sunday. Not Maybe not you know, struggled at run blocking, but a lot of them did as well. Um, but to get the, the guy that was arguably their best offensive lineman back uh, would be really nice, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Coach Tomlin t- always talks about uh, the previous game. He says how he appreciated the efforts of the players. Um, the defense got the turnovers. They got the turnovers, the takeaways that they needed in order to win the game and the offense. The biggest thing that they did is they protected the ball. They didn't turn the ball over. They, there was one fumble on a play that was called back due to a roughing the passer call Um so zero in the turnover department that was a big deal um he he said that you know with the with the takeaways you you're playing a field position game even though the offense wasn't able to to sustain the drives to to put the ball in the end zone on those on those takeaways uh they were able to at least execute the special teams came through boswell knocked through the kicks and um that was that was just getting what they could get um, in a game that was a lot about field position. Coach Tomlin said that in the first half, he felt that, the, that they were losing the field position game due to a lack of net punting. So I, I love the fact that he said net punting because by saying that, you're saying the kicking on some of them, not good. And obviously on the one, the, you know allowing the big return and not good. That kick return set them up meaning them as the Titans, for their only touchdown. Um, so I understand why he would say uh, the net punting, particularly in the first half. Because in the second half, the the, the Steelers pitched a shutout, so that was a good thing. But uh, but he did talk about that punting, and then he was asked about it more. Um, he also talked about the Steelers' red zone defense, particularly in the first half. He's like, they, they, um, they held him to three. In order to keep the Steelers in the game by holding the Titans to three, you know, being a you know a 13 to three game going into the half rather than a 21 to three game, you know, that that was big. That was big. And then of course the Steelers getting that getting that extra, you know, not extra, the additional field goal to go up six points rather than three at the end of the game. You're you're trying to to fight to keep them from. Um, converting on fourth down rather than kicking a field goal to tie it up. So, uh, very interesting. Injuries, Pat Fraramuth. In the protocol, the protocol will dictate everything. Yes, there were reports that Fermouth says he's fine, that he even drove home after the game. I saw that out there on Twitter. don't know if it was true or not, but it was a report that was out there. I know that Zach Gentry said that Pat's doing well um, when his interview on Monday. So we'll see how that plays out. He's got to go through the protocol. The fact that it's his second concussion of the year, there's a lot of different things that are going to go into it. Okay, Chris Wormley. Didn't finish the game. He's being evaluated still for the extent of his groin injury. We'll see how pra- practice will dictate his availability. Uh, Bugs is still dealing with his ankle. They'll see if he can get back. He didn't even mention Buddy Johnson and that foot injury, so we don't know about that. And he mentioned specifically that um, J.C. Hassenauer and Kevin Dotson will be two guys, you know, practicing to return. The difference was Hassenauer came back last week to you know, started his window Dotson. this is a new window. This was an announcement that they made. I don't know if the coach Tomlin realized he was making that announcement, but by bringing it up, that's going to be a story. Look, you know, it's not even going to be on the injury report because he won't be on the roster. Kevin Dotson will not, or JC Hasner will not be coming back to the roster until the Steelers deem them to do so, which most likely would not be before Saturday, in my opinion. Um, but that's just something, something to keep in mind. He broke down the Kansas City Chiefs like he always does. He's like, um, they are a rock solid turnover driven defense. He was noting the difference in the defense that has got them going. Um, he didn't mention it by name until the question and answer, but a lot of the things that he pointed to was things that they were able to do because of Melvin Ingram. We'll we'll, we'll get there, okay? He said that 19 points against this team will not be enough. That it's been when, when the chiefs and their losses teams have put up over 30 points. So it would be a very unconventional game, even for them. If the Steelers think that they're going to win by only putting up 19 points. Um, So I like the fact that coach Tomlin, um, you know, stated that plainly right off the bat Um, and said that one of the things that Kansas city has been doing is they've been getting early leads. They've been going up, you know, 10, 14 points early in games and then playing based on that. So it'll be, very important for the Steelers to not get behind early, you know, get behind by a lot early. Of course, he talked about Patrick Mahomes and he's just, you know, he's talented at this, talented at that, talent, talent, talent. That's what the word was. Um, he also said that he's only been in recent weeks, he's only been sacked once when they have brought pressure. So he's handled pressure well. I don't know if that's going to tip anything off to how the Steelers are going to handle Mahomes. Is this going to be very similar to what they try to do with Josh Allen in week one? We'll just have to tune in on Sunday to see. Um, talked about Travis Kelsey being the best in the business um at tight end and said that what makes him the best in the business is he is the best tight end at yards after catch. Bottom line best tight end at, at yards after catch. Um Pointed out even you know the play that that set up to to send the Chiefs to overtime, and then the play that won them the game in overtime. You know Travis Kelsey doing that, on and then back to the defense. He talked about Chris Jones is dominant and he's better playing inside. Bottom line is he's been able to move inside since they added Ingram. Coach Tom didn't mention Melvin Ingram by name until later on, um, but he also ent- mentioned mentioned um, I think Clark is another person that's allowed. Uh, Chris Jones, to move inside. Um, So that's what he was saying about Kansas City. Before he opened up the question and answers, he talked about with the Steelers that he says that they have not played well on the road. The Steelers have not played well on the road, and that's not going to work. You know, We need to step up our game. We're excited to go into Arrowhead, but we know we haven't played well on the road, so it's even more to overcome. So... When the questions came, this was like I said before, this was really difficult with uh, with the way they had it set up and people asking questions and Coach Tom being able to understand. And um, but we'll we'll do our best to get through. Um, right off the bat, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Dale Lolly that asked the question about Casey's circumstances um, when they traded for Melvin Ingram. Did did the Steelers look at the circumstances they were creating in Kansas City? And Coach Shum said, "No, we were looking at our own circumstances. You know, we weren't worried about how that would how that would allow them to do this with their defense or that or the other. We had to look at it from our perspective, and that's what we did. And the he he used the line that we always hear from him. He's like the biggest thing with us is Melvin didn't want to be here anymore, and." volunteers versus hostages. That was the line, you know, we got to hear it today in the press conference. Um, He was asked about, you know, the the combination of Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, um, and, you know, with Hill going deep and Kelsey underneath about what you can do to control that. And he said, you can't control it. You can only hope to minimize it. OK, uh, the infamous you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That's that's the story. And that's what the Steelers are going to be faced with on Sunday. Um, he was asked about Percy Harvin's um, consistency. Um, he talked about how what he needs to do is he needs to smile in the face of adversity and go back out there and kick again. That's that was Coach Tomlin's um advice to to, to Harvin. He was asked about you know the loudness of Arrowhead Stadium and the young players and adjusting to that. He says it's it's difficult, but yet they're expected to deal with it. It's something that they can handle, but they do, I they do acknowledge it's difficult, but it's something they should be able to handle. Um, he was asked about Coach Tomlin with his you know. you know, defensive play calling and and everything like that. And he says it really depends on the, on the opponent, on how much he's involved in a certain phase of the Steelers, you know, offense, defense, special teams, that it depends week to week and opponent to opponent, how much he's involved in which process. So, um, but he's got his hands in all three and sometimes more than others is basically what his answer was there. Um, He was asked about the play of his safety tandem. Okay, um, of of Edmonds and Fitzpatrick and some comments that Minka Fitzpatrick had made in his interview on Monday. And Coach Tom says, we're basically, we're reaping the rewards of continuity. I mean, those two have now played together a lot. And, and you know, they came, they were drafted in the same draft in the same round of the first draft, just, you know, Minka wasn't with the Steelers to start. And now that uh, they've got him, that they, they got him early on in his second season, these two guys have been playing together a while and and that the Steelers are... Of reaping those benefits. Um, he was also as coach Tom was asked about when they're faced with challenges. Um, and you know, he talks about the smiling in the face of adversity and, and what do you have to do to do that? And he's like, it's easier with the more experience you have, you know, when you're faced with a narrow road, it's a lot easier to navigate that road when you've been there before. That's what coach Tomlin was, um, was at. he was asked, you know, like Joe Hayden, TJ Watt players that, that can do that. And, and that was his, his response to to their facing their challenges he was specifically asked then now about saying about kevin dodson um return you know looking this week of in a practice setting he was flat up asked is he starting his window this week coach Sham says yep we're starting the window this week so there's no doubt about it you don't have to read into it, it um he was asked about naji harris and about um about as the season's gone on and teams focusing on him. And Coach Tomlin's like, uh, he's becoming a known commodity with the more tape that gets out there. He talked about Jamar Chase. You know, he's, you know, teams with the more tape he puts out there, teams are looking to stop him now that he's got more tape out there and they know what he is. And he also said, uh, you think people aren't paying attention to Mike and Parsons in Dallas? Now that, now that he's put tape out there, what he can do? That's what happens, and that's what he thinks is happening with Najee Harris. Uh, he was asked about um, how the team's response to the, to the changing and, and everything with and dealing with COVID-19 this season. And, um, and, and Coach Tomlin says that um, he's appreciated the attitude and the approach of everybody. You know, players, coaches for not everything of how they've tried to do everything, deal, you know, staying ahead of stuff with COVID 19 and trying to minimize its effect uh, on their team moving forward. Um, he also was asked about the guys coming off of injury this past week, and he acknowledged that they were on pitch counts. He's talking about Robert Spillane rotating in, Carlos Davis getting some snaps on the defensive line, and of course, Joe Hayden, who played almost exactly one third of the snaps and they did kind of change how they were utilizing him. um, as they went in the game, uh, Jeffrey Benedict brought this up that they kind of changed the way he was. They they had him doing stuff. Uh, coach Tomlin did not acknowledge that. He was just saying these guys were on pitch counts, but that was interesting um, to see. And then last question, um, was about, you know, stopping the run. um, you know, gave up on 200 yards again, but it seemed like they tackled better. And I'll say this when it comes to players like Devin Bush and Joe Schobert, they've had some really poor pro, uh, pro football focus scores.
0: But one thing that they're
2: always scored well in most of the time and wore again this week is their tackling. Even if the if the inside linebackers aren't getting to the plays where they should be getting to them, they are making the tackles when they get there. Um, a lot of other players are tackling well. Um, Coach Tomlin, he specifically brought up, man, Minka Fitzpatrick played, played great in the run game. He came up, he tackled, he stopped, he did stuff. But the problem is that they still need to work on their gap integrity in in their run defense. So, you know, bottom line is you can't bank on Minka Fitzpatrick bailing you out all the time. I agree with that, especially going up against Kansas City when you've got someone like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. You have to worry about those guys. Um, I don't know that Minkah Fitzpatrick's going to be available. This is me speaking, not Coach Tomlin. I don't know that Minkah Fitzpatrick's going to be as available to bail out the run game, that if he's not going to be there because he's going to be doing and tasked with other things, exactly how they handle that will be interesting to see. So that was what Coach Tomlin said in this press conference um, it was interesting. To me, the biggest takeaway was the the Kevin Dotson window. Hopefully that means that that uh, he will be returning here before the end of the season. I know a lot of people ask about Stefan Tuitt. He was not asked about that again. I think everyone's just kind of done asking. They just assume that he's not coming back. So um, if you had any questions about that, the answer was it wasn't even a brought up. So wanted to thank you for, for tuning into this one, for this recap, make sure you're checking out all the behind the steel curtain uh, family of podcasts. We have something for everybody. Um, if you're the kind of person that, that likes a certain thing, we, you, you can find that on our channel. Like if you just like these updates, the injury updates, the, the press conference updates, we've got them. If you like the, you know, the, the numbers thing you've got my, you've got my stat geek, you've got the ride or die uh, crew coming in with various stuff, breaking down with, with Jeff Hartman. If you like, um, if you're into Steelers social media, then the, what Yin's talking about is for you. We've got the international flavor with the with the Australians and 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 the touchdown undershows. We've got all those things. We've got the the Jeffrey and Michael know your enemy. So you're that you're talking about, you know, to someone from the opposing team to figure out how things are going on all kinds of stuff. Make sure you're checking out all of our other podcasts. Um, Hope you all have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Steelers don't play again until the day after Christmas. So uh, it'll be after that time that, that we'll be getting together. But to end this, I always have to say it.
0: Go Steelers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?